the official Rob Glasser network, so to speak. We're coming to you live from Everyday Heroes. We will explain everything that that means and more. But first, let's run the intro. Let's go, guys. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rob, as you can see up there, and this is Everyday Heroes, one of the many shows and fun things we do here at the official Rob Glasser Network. This particular series covers all things informational, educational, but still fun because who doesn't like to learn? Well, maybe most people do. I like to learn. I'm weird. And that explains my entire life. Goodbye, everybody. Just kidding. All right. So um, I did this done, and I usually let my mom know what my videos are, and immediately she's like, I want to do this. So here she is. She's going to join us. Um, and this particular topic that she loved so much is minimalism. Uh, Intuit, the uh, QuickBook company, actually wrote a blog about 10 steps to live a semi or somewhat minimalistic lifestyle. But first, let's read what they wrote about minimalism. So they wrote down that minimalism has become a popular practice in recent years. When you live as one, you strive to use only things that serve a purpose. It's about living simply, having only what you need to go about your daily life. Some people do the no spend challenge where they can see how little they can spend in a month or they only fill the home with things that actually serve a specific purpose other than stuff like food you know, bathroom, stuff like that. They were talking things that are not necessary to life. Um, they do go on, and obviously this is a QuickBooks thing, so they do talk about saving money, but they do want to let you know that minimalism usually lets you save more and also helps doing daily tasks like cleaning and organizing. Uh, they say that it's an ongoing process, but their starter tips, as they call them, should make it easy. So let's go into number one. Okay. Number one, shop quality, not quantity. Now, this makes sense on many levels. We talked about clothing the other day, and this also goes for home decor, for your food, and even for things like pet products. Everything you get should be better made than not. And if that means that once in a while you spend a few extra bucks to get a better made thing, go for it. That thing will then last you 10, 15 Right. And you can amortize it out. So let's say something costs you a hundred bucks and you wear it 10 times, it's $10 a wearing. And if you wear it oh, there you go. 10 times, it's $5 a wearing. So, and you can wear clothes longer or shoes or things longer if they're made better. So it's so much Correct. better to buy quality. Um, but throw in a few trends that are not, you know, if you want to just try something that it doesn't cost a lot, but when you're buying something for, for life, go for the quality. Right. And they actually use the example, you know, running shoes or work pants. If you need a good pair, buy a pair that might be a little bit more, but they're going to last you years and years and years. And you're not going to have to buy multiple pairs of shoes. Interesting fact here. One garbage truck of clothing is discarded every second. Interesting. That's a big number, right? So okay. think about a garbage truck, a typical size. That amount of clothes is gotten rid of in some fashion almost every second. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Number two, and I love this, and this is such a new age techie thing. Digitize your movies, your books, and for that matter, anything else that usually would be an actual thing. I use things like Voodoo and Apple 
you can actually buy your movies and shows on there and they're there forever. Now, yes, you will say, well, if it's a big movie, like let's say a Marvel film or Star Wars, it might be 15 or 20 bucks. But keep in mind that digital copy probably will never sell out. And once you have it, you have it. So this is great for movies, for books. Um, I can't think of anything else. Can you think of anything else? Yeah, I can. Yeah, pictures. So when you are, Uh, let's say like all of us, we have, and you've seen our boxes. You've actually taken some. We have boxes and boxes and slides. So you don't have to keep them all in that box. Why don't you, why don't you digitize them and you can send them to places or you actually can purchase. I know you guys got something where you can take uh, uh, slides and things and make them into pictures. And now you have them forever. The same thing for those um, collectible things that have been handed down from generation to generation that maybe, you know, you want to remember because it's sentimental, but you're never going to use it, but you want to have a remembrance of it. Take a photo of it. Hang it up, put it in a book, put it in a, an album. And that is something that is taught by a lot of experts out there. Touch it. If you're if it's something that you must have, then hold on to it. But if it's something you just have a memory that's associated, take a picture and put it in an album. Perfect. So I guess anything you digitize, digitize it. That way it'll be there forever. There is the cloud. You never really have to worry about losing it because it's permanently stuck right. somewhere, basically. Right. Right. Number three, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. They had to write it three times. <laughs> so I love decluttering and I talk about it all the time. And a lot of people say you want to declutter semi-regularly, sometimes once a month, maybe once every few months. But they take one step further. When you're decluttering, think about not necessarily getting it again. If you're getting rid of it or you're getting rid of something like it, keep that in mind when you go back out to buy. Right. Rid of it for a reason. Maybe it just took up space. Maybe you didn't get rid of it. Maybe you had to because you were whatever. But most likely when you decluttered it the first time, you probably didn't really need it or haven't been using it. Kind of like your t-shirt hack where you put it on backwards and whatever you don't use, you get rid of. So it's not to say don't buy, though they do clarify in here that to be minimalist, you kind of want to have the least amount. But in more general and more logical terms, in my mind at least, declutter what you want and just make sure probably not to reclutter it again uh, when it comes to things. Now, we're not talking paper and mail. Obviously, that's going to build up. You can get rid of that as you go. But let's say you have lamps or, you know, old cat toys. Uh, For a while, when I, you know, with Skeeter, I had so many things that he wasn't using. We finally uh, tossed them. Um, That being said, um, sorry, Uh, that being said, um, yeah. Okay. Hold on. You're, getting, you're getting spammed here. You're going to want to. Okay. We blocked that. There you go. Cool. Thank you. Anyway, that was weird, but it happens though, right? Okay. Um, so when you're going to declutter, declutter everything and keep it that way. Um, right. Going off your thing about the trends. If you do find something down the line that is different that you like, then re you know, change your lane. You can get rid of it, maybe get something new, but you're getting a newer idea. You're not necessarily recluttering up. Right. I mean, there's, there's a, yeah, some, some guys, some people will say, um, don't, if you're going to buy something new, have it replace something that's already in there. So the only time you can bring new things in is if you get rid of something too. That's kind of uh, hard. That's kind of hard to do sometimes when you really do want those three pairs of jeans, but 
Minimal. Hey, I can say I literally have four pairs in my closet. It's actually more than enough for me. Right. I probably will get better ones, you know, get get rid of the old and get new. But to be honest, those four pairs get me through months of wearing. So right. Right. that's actually a really good example. All right. Number four, invest in reusables. So Krista has a bunch at home. I think you do as well. Uh, the water bottles or the coffee cups or, well, any kitchen product for that right. matter. Um Use what you can. Now, I always talk about, I know, you know, for me, it's an OCD thing. I have my own little whatever. But generally speaking, if you can find one or two items, maybe not everything, swap it out to be reused. Uh, nowadays, you have uh, plastic stuff made out of bamboo that you can actually wash. So if you wanted to use a plastic spoon that doesn't go away, right. you can get those. A refillable stuff. Refillable. I kind of feel, you know, it's, a, it's on my end, it's a little insulting when I do see these people... Um, you know, trying to be like, oh, you know, if you don't use it, you're bad. You, you know, I honestly think you can use whatever you want, whether it's plastic or usable. It's really what you're going to do with it afterwards. And you and I have talked about it and we've done stuff here is when you do have stuff you can wash out, turn it into something, turn it right. into a flower pot, turn it into a dog toy, turn it into uh, whatever. So I like reusables. Don't get me wrong, but I do want to put it there because a lot of people have talked to me about it before. They, they, like me, have a thing where you have to use certain things while you're doing it. And I get it. So don't feel like you can't do it. Just work with your best ways of going about it. And when you can right. reuse something, right. go purchase a couple of those. Number five, and this one's kind of odd, but I guess it makes sense. Give everything a place, you know, in your home. I don't really know why that's specifically minimal. Maybe you do. But I think here it's kind of, you know... When you know where it goes, you're not going to be throwing things around the house. To me, that just seems like general cleanliness and organization. Do you know why it's a minimalist thing? I, 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 I'm not sure. I, I don't know what their logic is behind that. But I, but I think that you're more likely not to bring in extra stuff if all your stuff already has a place. Like you have to know where you're going to put it when you okay. bring it in. And I think that might, I'm not sure though, uh, you know. I'm not sure. I mean, they're just saying, you know, hold yourself accountable for, you know, cleaning up after yourself and stuff right. like that. So I think you're on the right track. I think generally just a good habit to have, right. you know, when you take your socks out of the drawer, put them back into that same drawer when you clean them, because that's where they go. Maybe right. it's just a habit for me. I don't know. But it just kind of, it seems a little oversimplified. But, right. you know. All right. Number. Uh, let's see. All right. So those are five. What do they call them? Uh, lifestyle starter tips. Now they have five to round out the ten. Uh, money saving practices. Uh, number one, invest in experiences. So this kind of goes with your trends. So whether you're into taking a trip or a class, we love doing the classes. Airbnb does those online classes now. Or if you're into the gadgets and the fashion, put your budget into that. So you know me, guys, and you as well. I'm a big on the gamer. So I went in, you helped me to invest in, in the systems and all that stuff. That is obviously for the good of the channel, but it's also the experience to invest in. It right. gives me a purpose, so to speak, because that's my forte. I right. know for you for a while when you were doing music, that was your experience. So whether it right. was maybe your guitars, your piano, whatever, you invested in the things that helped you advance exactly. Exactly. that stuff. And it's kind of funny to say that because a lot of times, you know, they say don't buy things if you don't need it. But I think now... People are looking at it differently. It's not a waste of money if you're actually putting a purpose to it, whether it's for your business, whether right. it's for your hobby. 
I think a lot of people, when they hear minimalism, thinks that you're supposed to live poor and you're supposed to get rid of everything and you're supposed to basically not have. And that's not what minimalism is all about. It's about having those things that you need and just those things. Um, and so I, I think that that's really an important distinction because I hear all the time, well, I could never do that because, you know, I want to I, I want to have this. Well, you can have that if that's what's right. part of your minimalism. Yeah, there you go. Number two, re-audit your life. And to that, they say, cut out things that take up space or events that drain your energy. Mm -hmm. The example they use is, let's say you have a cluttered kitchen that may cause you to reach for the same food item every night because that's what's there. Get rid of some of that stuff. You might actually grab for something that you want to eat differently. Same thing goes for maybe your office, maybe your bedroom. Get rid of the thing. You know, for me, I, I have the same pair of socks, but let's say, I, you know, I have my Muppet socks, but they always get kind of stuck under the other ones. So for me, I kind of mix them up and I kind of, you know, free for all and get it, let them right. go in there randomly. That way I'm mixing up what I'm doing. So I like re-audit sounds so like, you know, lawyer-ish, but yeah. I, I like the, the definition. It's basically getting rid of stuff so you can actually experience the things you don't want to do. And I think from a mental health perspective, you might agree, when you do open up the possibilities, Expansion. you kind of allow yourself. Yeah. Very much. So, yeah. Oh, right. okay. yep. Number three, and this one I think you're cut, uh, cognitive a minute ago, cut out the meaningless expenses. Um, they say that every year the average American spends almost 20000 on what they call unnecessary purchases. Right. Now, again, to each their own. If you must have that coffee, go get the coffee. However, in the last one with the re-audit, they said, take that coffee fund and go take a vacation. You know, like, don't get your coffee, get a vacation. You're probably going to get much more enjoyment out of that. Right. But maintenance expenses, I think it's generally to each person individually. If you are somebody who uses a lot of things for their business, for their whatever, you may not really have a meaningless because maybe everything you buy serves a purpose. But as you were saying before, if you do buy things that really don't serve any purpose, it probably is meaningless, right? Right. I mean, right, exactly. So, and they even say, you know, swap out that uh, cross country vacation. And have a staycation in your backyard. Right. Right. It's all about experiences and it's all about valuing and being grateful for what you have. I really believe. I like that. There you go. See, so bring back to the grateful. All right. Number four. Ah, here we go. Isn't this the thing we should all live by? Let go of what you can't control. That just oh. seems like a general whatever. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So in this particular instance, I believe they're speaking of specifically uh, you know, obviously with with uh, with the country, anywhere, money goes up and down. If you can't deal with it, just do what you can with what you're doing. So even if a place like we live in California gets super expensive, it doesn't mean you're out of luck. Just shift priorities of what you're doing. Instead of getting the fancy steak, go for maybe some burgers. I know that's kind of a big difference, but you get where I'm going. You know, it's like get the stuff that still tastes good. Right. But you're not spending. Pick what's important to you. Make your priorities. Exactly, Rob. Priorities. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you had something else to say on that one, but yeah. uh, all right. And lastly, you said it a minute ago appreciate what you have. Right. Easy as that. Positive mood, positive uh, thoughts. You're going to like what you have. And I've learned that recently too. You know, yes, I do things for my channel. You do things for yours as well. Um, 
uh, people I know who are in different businesses, they will purchase things they have to for their job. But at the end of the day, you look back and go, okay, yes, this stuff is fun. Yes, this is for work, but I'm actually cool with this. I don't need the next thing yet. The thing I always laugh at when I see the iPhone commercial, I'm like, I don't care. My phone works. Like why? And and again, the new one's like this large. Like why? You know, know, but I, I wonder if that's an age thing, you know, it, when you're younger, you we tend to maybe not, maybe it is an age thing, but t- you want it the next best thing. So the minute it comes out, I remember in the, back in the day, every time a new iPhone came out, it was like people were clamoring for that new iPhone, even yeah. though it basically was the old iPhone, you know, with a couple more bells and whistles. Same thing for Android. I use Android phones. I wanted to have the latest and greatest. And yet I've had the same phone that I have now for five years. Because I just decided, and I'm in technology, but I just decided I didn't really need all the rest of the bells and whistles. It did what it needed to do. It's a phone, guys, you know, kind of thing, right? It's a phone. It doesn't have to do the laundry for you. No, I mean, that would be, actually, I think you can do that now, but that's, a, you know. You right, with your ring, right. Um, all right. So those are some pretty good tips. If you guys want to go back and check them out, the blog is in the chat. It's a pretty easy read. No digs, no time. And while you're there, they do money. So if you are interested in learning about how to do it, they have a whole thing in there under right. mint. There's a great is- book I recommend, Rob. Um, it's Joshua Becker. He wrote, uh, he's very much in the minimalism world. And he wrote a book called The More of Less, which is a phenomenal, it talks just about this. It uh, talks just that about this. The More of Less. Great book. He, he's done multiples. He also has a regular newsletter he sends out and it's all free. So it's, it's really great if you need some tips and some hints and he has other people that contribute. So it's not just him talking. It's a okay. really, really good thing. I think he has a YouTube channel too, I think. Yeah, there you go. Check him out. Probably okay. on everything else too. Yep. All right, guys. So that was good. That was fun. Uh, minimalism is an interesting topic. It kind of goes with our routines and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. this topic might come up again at a later time. If you guys enjoyed this, please go ahead, YouTube and Twitch, official Rob Glasser, hit that subscribe and hit that bell. You can find my mom, other writers, Karen Glasser, anywhere podcasts are sold and do the same thing as well. We have a brand new Ultra Universe live tomorrow afternoon. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. And of course, more fun tomorrow as well. Until then, guys, thank you for watching. We appreciate everything. And as always, stay curious. And thanks for watching. Bye, guys.